Hey guys, sorry for the late publishing of this episode. I um, had some scheduling issues that were my fault, and that led to the late publishing. But here you go, guys. This is the Georgia Week 1 of the Playoffs edition of the Southeastern High School Athletics Podcast. On this week's episode, I have Coach Rich Finley from Bowden Red Devil Football, Coach Mike Holland from Oglethorpe County Patriot Football, and Coach Jeff Poston from Dade County Wolverine Football. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Stop recording. Next up on the podcast, Coach Mike Holland from Oglethorpe County Patriot Football. Stop recording. Hey, Coach, how's it going today? Hey, good. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Well, good. it's getting colder. The leaves are <laughs> on the ground, so that's only that means one thing. It's playoff football in Georgia. It's playoff time, baby. That's right. Um, unfortunately, you guys are coming off of a tough 32-14 to 14 loss to Monticello on the road Friday night. Um, yep. What do you think of your team performance overall? Uh, not good. It was uh, it it was one it was just a it was one of those nights where if anything could go wrong, it did. You know, things that we've been able to do consistently all year, we just had a lot of trouble. We had some special teams um, uh, mess ups, and that really cost us. And you know, we had a block punt, and uh, we missed some kicks. I mean, that wasn't by far the by far that wasn't the only thing that messed up. I mean, we had enough uh blame to go around in all three phases um but that's just kind of the the first thing that that started happening and then um and then we wore down defensively in the second half we were playing tough uh defensively in the first half and then wore down in the second half um they hit us on some big plays and um and we were never really able to claw back into it offensively i noticed i was keeping up with it on max preps and it was you know eight seven at the first at first quarter, 16-14 at the end of the at the first half, and then kind of got away from me, like you said, in the second half. Uh, what did they do well that exposed you guys? Um, well, I think offensively what they did, um, they started, um, you know, they hit us on some big plays, like big counter plays where the, that really um, made uh, – exposed over pursuit, and we weren't very disciplined on the backside of things and um they hit us with the reverse and, and things like that so that uh that hurt us and and they kind of settled into um you know we had decided that we we're going to try to force everything um to go a certain way as far as running the football um and then when that didn't work for them their answer was to go weak um and they were able to uh, expose us on the weak side of our defensive front a little bit um the running back ran hard i thought he ran harder as the game went on he's a tough kid uh did a really good job and, and overall i mean them, for them to i mean it was one of those where both teams are trying to give it away i mean they had uh, a couple of snaps over the head and they were able to recover all those but still you know field position that that really puts you behind the chains and stuff like that so um it was by no means a, a clean game on on either end but you know credit to them they were able to pull it together and do enough to win well, your offense put up 14 points on the night. Um, how did they play overall, in your opinion? Well, we moved the ball really well, but our our third down, uh, we were one for 10 on third down. I mean, that was the that's the stat that stands out to me as far as, as being the real difference in the game. 
we uh and then red zone efficiency we were not efficient in the red zone we would if we would get in the red zone um you know we got in the red zone early and uh and tried to kick a field goal weren't able to execute and then um they turned the ball over uh right before the half um but we're not able to 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 put it in the end zone and on that on that one either so uh really a game of missed opportunities um but that's the that's the nature of it you know got to execute definitely um who performed well for you guys that were all on offense will sampson had his best game throwing the football that he's had all year so that's um you know that that's encouraging um jake uh jake was at like 95 yards so he he had a solid night on the ground um we we just couldn't really we just couldn't really get him loose it didn't really feel like we could get in a good flow offensively um uh like we like we do at times um so it was just hard to for whatever reason we'd have a you know good play good play negative play and then not um execute on third down you know so um it was uh yeah, it was just one of those nights. It was just a, it was just an off night all around. I got you. Um, do you know what that brings this total to for rushing this year? Uh, yeah, I got it. I think I got it right here. Um, should be, let's see, twelve twenty-two, I believe. And what did you say the record was a couple weeks ago? Like thirteen, thirteen sixty, maybe. So he'd have to have a really good game on Friday, uh, to to get it. But there we go. He's close, you know. Um. You mentioned the missed field goal and uh, for the kicking game. Um, what, how else did the uh, special teams perform Friday night? Uh, how special teams perform? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, that was that was one that you know special teams hurt us just because we had a a, a punt that was blocked that was returned for a touchdown uh, for their first score, um, and then um, you know our coverage teams were. Like kickoff coverage was was pretty good. We were able to get a turnover on on kickoff and uh, and things like that, but we weren't able to, you know, uh, score off of that turnover. Which, you know, like I said, ample opportunities um, in in every phase. But it was, um, yeah, a special teams was was off. Was definitely off um, that night, and that's something that we've been able to count on pretty much throughout the season. So that was very uncharacteristic of that group. Um, looking over at the defensive side of the football, it sounds like your offense put your defense into some tough spots. How do they perform overall, in your opinion? Yeah, well, you know, like I said earlier, I mean, it, you know, we're getting stops in the first half, um, and we're we're doing well. And then once, you know, we got like I've told you before that we have a lot of guys that are they're playing both both ways, and mm-hmm. and you try to you know get those guys and, and you play them into shape and, and things like that, so that um that doesn't happen where you wear down in the second half but it was um you know pretty physical game up front in the first half um and uh and it you know it seemed like their run game was able to get going uh better in the second half um you know they didn't have a whole lot of passing yards but they uh they were able to rush the run the football a lot better in the second half and that kept um you know that kept our defense on the field which didn't help um you know when you're getting tired and things like that so I mean, it was a tale of two halves. In the first half, we, we played really well um, defensively. Um, and then we, you know, gave up some some big plays in the second half that hurt us. Up front, were they smaller, bigger than you guys, or were they pretty much even? Or? Um, I mean, they were they were, they were were about what we expected them to be up front. Um, you know, they had, 
they had a couple they had a couple of decent sized guys. I mean, we weren't outmatched. I think it was uh, pretty evenly matched um, up front. Um, you know, I thought going in, I thought we would we would have the advantage um, up front. And on the D line in the first half, those those guys were were uh, able to cause some havoc and really be a factor. But then, you know, when you get tired, you start doing you know you don't do the little things as right as you were doing them earlier. Mm-hmm. And they did a really good job. Of <clears throat> making us pay when we were out of position and things like that. I got you. Um, who had a big game for you guys on defense? Um, well, we had uh, – let me see. Let me look at the tackles. Oh, well, Jalen Richardson had a, uh, had a fumble recovery for a touchdown, which was a big play. But I think overall, um, Jake Turner played – he was our defensive player of the week. He, um, I think he had eight tackles, um, a sack um, – a couple tackles for loss, and he was he was playing very very inspired. He had a really good game um, defensively. I would say he was he was definitely our defensive difference maker. Awesome. Um, how has or how how are you guys injury wise coming off Friday night? Injury wise, we're we're good. Uh, we'll get Michael Fleming back um, this week. He's been out um, a couple of weeks uh, with a shoulder, but he's been able to practice full this week, so that'll help our secondary out. Um, against St. Francis, um, I'm sure we'll get to St. Francis in a minute. But the uh, so injury rise, we're good. You know, I was worried um, coming off of that loss that um, that we would be, you know, we w- we wouldn't have, you know, we'd be down at practice and things like that. But really, we've had two really really good practices. I mean, I think the kids have have um, you know moved on and embraced the opportunity that we have uh, in playing St. Francis this week, and they're excited to go play them. Yeah, well, you let me into my next question. It's the second year in a row that you guys have made the playoffs. I don't know if that's happened much in Oldham County history. Well, it's the year before last um, uh, they made it, and last year we missed it by a game. So, oh. um, and, and you know, it's it's uh, yeah, it's nice to be playing, but obviously we wanted to win a playoff spot outright. Um, so that was discouraging uh, to you know because there's only four teams in our region. Um, so uh, you know. I, Hadn't been, you know, hyping that up as much um, just because, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, everybody was was guaranteed a spot. You know, we definitely, you know, in preseason, you know, our, one of our big goals was to host a playoff game. Um, and we, you know, we came up short on that. But then, you know, I, we still had a lot to play for uh, going into last week, trying to be the three seed and going to play a two instead of playing a one. Um, but anyway, the the I haven't seen a – a drop off as far as at practice, um, you know. I think, you know, the seniors were we we got a pretty senior heavy group. Um, they know that it could be the last time they step on a on a football field, so uh, I think they're trying to make the most out of it. Awesome, that's good to hear. Yeah. Um. Well, let's look at the St. Francis Knights. You got to go all the way over to Alpharetta. Um, yeah. I, I have seen the, I've seen these guys. Oh, okay. I haven't seen these plays. I've heard these guys play once against Bowden. Back in the early, and they, uh, I believe they lost twenty three to fourteen. Yeah, um, they kept it really close to the Red Devils. Um, what do you? What have you seen out of these guys? Uh, they're very big up front, and they're very, very good up front. Um, what they, you know, they're not very complicated, but um, you know, if if we don't do a good job of of um, containing their run game and and trying to neutralize um, those guys up front. Uh, then it's going to be really, really hard to uh, to get off the field defensively. You know, they their run game is very, very much inside zone. 
you know, um, outside zone. Uh, they do, they don't, they're not really a power counter team or anything like that, but the back, uh, he's, he's a good back. He runs hard. Um, he's shifty. He's very shifty. He makes, he can, he can hurt you. And then, uh, one of the big things they like to do in the passing game is they try to stretch the field vertically and, uh, hit you over the top. So that's been a real emphasis for us this week. Um, I was about to ask you, the one thing I didn't remember is they've got a big receiver, a big D1 receiver. Is that, is that correct or am I remembering? Yeah, they, they have a couple of really, they have a couple of really good skill kids um, out on the edge there. They have a really good size. Uh, I think their two tackles um, are probably um, the, the dudes to, I mean, they're, they're, you know, like I said, those two tackles are really good up front and they're skill guys. They have good size and good speed. And I think that lends to, um, them trying to hit you over the top um, with big plays and, and trying to go for the jugular early. So that's going to be key for us to try to, um, to try to stay in it and try to limit the big play for sure. Um, who are else are there guys to watch out for on offensive side of the ball? Uh, the running back is uh, – their running backs, you know, like I said, he's pretty shifty. Um, and, and really it's kind of pick your poison with the wide receivers. I mean, they have um, two guys outside that can – uh, that can, you know, run with anybody that that we've that we've played against. So, um, you know, we got to watch out for them. Quarterback is mobile. Uh, he's pretty shifty. He does a good job. Uh, they, you know, on scrambles and things like that. They've had some plays where they ex- extend the play and he finds receivers open downfield. Uh, he can make some plays with his legs and things like that. So, um, that's that's really, you know, those guys are who we're looking out for. What kind of offensive sets do they run out of? Do they do the spread? Do they are they uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're they you would I would say they're spread. They're um, you know they run some. Uh, I wouldn't really call it like H back stuff like we run as far as like trying to run power and kick out with that H back. But they will put him in a um, like a in a slot position. Um and and run stretch and they do play with some uh tight end sets. They'll run uh tight end trips open and. Um, when, especially when they want to run the football. Um, and then when they want to throw it, they're, they're three by one, trips open, um, taking shots down the field. So I got you. <clears throat> um, looking over at their defensive side of the football, um, what, what kind of defense do they run over there and what do they do well over there? Uh, they're four, three. Um, I think they're, I think they're pretty good up there. They're pretty good up front on the defensive side of the football, um, as well. So, uh, it's going to be we've we've really focused on trying to um, establish the you know establish the running know exactly um, who's going where and and as far as our assignments so that we don't have any gray area so that we can play fast you know playing fast has been an emphasis for us um, this week I didn't think we played um, we played kind of unsure at times the past two weeks so we've really been trying to clean up some things fundamentally and make sure there's no gray area. Uh, and and make sure guys know exactly where to be. Awesome. Um, who are their guys to watch out for on defense? Uh, I think their linebackers are, are are pretty good. You know, they're pretty sporty in the secondary. Um, I mean, they're they're just a. I mean, really overall, I would say that they're a solid uh, a solid defense. Um, if you look at you know if you look at their scores, um, even you know Hart County. Um, they gave up, I believe, 31 points to Hart County, but Hart County uh, played really well that game. And Hart County's, you know, always a really good football team. Um, so, and you know that you uh, you you heard the Bowden score and, and things like that. So that turned out to be a, I mean, them playing Bowden really tight is is a 
uh, it was good for them. I mean, I think that I think that they're really good overall uh, defensively. Just a really solid unit. Um, what are some keys to victory for you guys to to beat the Knights? Uh, well, well, definitely. Um, if we're looking at uh, our defense, you know, if if we can't uh, stop the long ball, um, you know, we're they're they're going to try to get up on you early, uh, and then they're going to try to run the football. So um, we have to we have to have to have to stay in the game early uh, and keep it close so that um, you know they don't play keep away and and just and run their inside zone stuff because I mean once they you know what's tough with them being so good up front. Um, you know, if they just wanted to line up and run inside zone and, and stretch and things like that, if, I mean, if you're getting four yards uh, every play, you know, you're moving the chains, you're eating the clock and, and things like that. So uh, if they get ahead, that's what I envision them trying to do. So the key is going to be not to not to get in that position and make sure that we can uh, move the ball offensively um, and, and, and not give up the big play um, defensively. Our um, <clears throat> Our passing game is going to have to be – um, you know, the, our, our cup of tea is not really to throw it all over the yard, but we have to be able to throw it enough to, uh, to allow us to run the football and, and kind of get back to our bread and butter. Uh, so that's going to be the key this week. Awesome. Um, looking at, I got some fun questions for you, then I'll let you get out of here. How's the all weekend? Right. How's, how's the family? The family's good. Everybody's good. You know, my, um, this weekend, uh, the big thing, my my son had like really long hair, like shoulder length hair. So uh, he he said, told his mom he wanted to cut it. So we jumped on that before he could change his mind. So he looked <laughs> like a different kid. He's had he's had long hair for a couple of years now. So um, you know he he's he looks he, he looks like a completely different kid. So that was the <laughs> that was a big thing around our house this weekend. You know, um, but uh, you know outside of that, it was pretty. Um, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Saturday was pretty. Uh, somber because of uh, because of the loss and um, but you know it was right back to it on Sunday um, you know the kids are resilient coaches are back in ready to work and and trying to beat St. Francis for sure I know it was a somber day but did you catch any college football you know I didn't even get I didn't even watch the Georgia game we had uh, listen to this now my wife planned family pictures right in the middle of the Georgia game time. And I said, are you kidding me? And she didn't tell me until Saturday morning. And I was like, so I wasn't real happy about that. Cause you know, I wanted to see that one, but you know, it turned out okay. So um, yeah, I didn't get to catch that one. Uh, so didn't, didn't get to catch a whole lot of, of football on Saturday, but that's all right. Uh, Georgia showed up. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw the highlights. I heard about it and all that stuff, but and I was following along. I wish I could have seen that one though. Did you uh, hear the Stetson Bennett issue that what happened? No, I didn't. What happened? His uh, phone number got leaked to some Tennessee fans, and they were blowing his phone up all night. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's that, that stuff. It kind of scares you, but it's kind of funny that college that college football fans bases that that stuff will happen. Oh yeah, I bet they were wearing him out. Golly, I'm sure he had changed his number. <laughs> I I don't know, but it, I just found that hilarious. Yeah, that is funny. Well, Coach, it's fun as always, and I look forward to talking to you after a big uh, playoff round one win over St. Francis. Man, I hope so. That one would be big for us. I appreciate you. All right, thank you, Jeff. You have a good one. All right, see ya. Go Patriots. Zero, zero, one. The final guest of the week on this show 
is Coach Jeff Poston from Dade County Wolverine Football. Stop recording. Hey, Coach, how's it going today? All right, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. First of all, congratulations on a big win over our Murchie last week, 43-7, to and uh, make it to the uh, playoffs. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, uh, sounds like your offense was explosive on uh, Friday night. <clears throat> uh, we were able to do some things, um, you know, that – we had some kids bust a couple runs. Uh, Evan Coger had a good night running the ball. Zeke Wheeler had a good night running the ball. And then, you know, uh, Bryson Schroeder came in, and I think he threw for a little doing his, uh, you know, first start as a high school quarterback. So, pretty good. Um, overall, how did you feel like your team performed Friday night? I think they were on a mission Friday night. They were uh, – they had uh, had some bad luck in the Pepple game game that we feel like you know we're the better football team and should have won the game and uh so they were they were on a mission to make sure they made it back to the playoffs you know for the second year in a row didn't you say that's the fe- that's the first time since the early 70s that that's happened they yes yeah, that's, that's, that's the first time since uh yeah since the school since davis and dade county combined that's the first time it's been two consecutive years in the playoffs that's awesome yeah um offensively you put up 43 points. Who had an impressive game for you guys there over there on the side of the football? Uh, Zeke Wheeler, Evan Coger, and uh, Bryson Schrader. Demetrius Walker made some plays. Landon Williams. Uh, you know, it's by committee right now with Brody Cooper being out. It's, you know, several guys doing a job. So, Braylon Sullivan. Braylon Sullivan took a, uh, you know, a, <clears throat> just a little outlet pass and took it, I don't know, maybe 70 yards, 60 yards for a touchdown at one point. So, um, you missed. You mentioned Bryson Schrader. Um, what is he? A, what year is he as a uh, quarterback? He's a sophomore. Is he similar to Bertie Cooper, or is he? Uh he's. You know, he he does a. Uh, he throws a better ball than Brody Cooper. Uh, he probably uh, does a great job making reads. He doesn't have the same effect with his legs that Brody Cooper has. You know, Brody. If things broke down, Brody could go go make a play. I got you. We don't we don't want Bryson running. So, oh. um, who had uh, touchdown scores for you Friday night? Uh, Evan Coger, um, Demetrius Walker, Braylon Sullivan, um, Landon Williams, I believe, and uh, I think uh, Zeke Wheeler. Awesome. Uh, um, you, you only allowed seven points on defense. It sounds like your defense was pretty pretty stingy. Yeah, they they hit one deep ball. Our kid got beat off the line, and it was it was a really good throw by their kid, right in the perfect spot. Uh, you know, hated hated to not have a shutout, but you know, quarterback made a great throw, kid made a great catch, and our kid was just a step behind in coverage. Um, how do you feel like they performed overall on defense as a, as a unit? Well, I held them to seven points. I don't know what their total yard yardage was. I don't remember that, but. Uh, they did a great job. I mean, uh, we knew some of the things they liked to do. We we took it away from them. Um, so they were they were swarming to the football, and uh, you know we had good game out of several people. Caleb Massey, um, you know Braylon Sullivan on defense. It, it, it had he had to step over and play corner. Um, so you know moving people around the way we've had to, uh, we had a we had a pretty good game on defense. Awesome. Um, looking at. In the injury front, how are you guys over there on the injury-wise? Uh, we're, you know, we don't have Brody Cooper. <laughs> so, 
you know, that's that's one thing. And then you don't have uh, – I don't have Caleb Massey this week. Uh, I don't have uh, Nick Pell still not back. I don't have – I won't have Evan Coger, not because of an injury, but because he has the flu and he's Ooh. been, you know, high fever all week. Uh, had another kid go home today. I'm hoping he's back tomorrow throwing up. So, you know, it's going to be – it's just, you know, something you got to deal with, you know. I, hopefully they're dealing with the flu too, so <laughs> I hope. Um, how's practice been this week leading up to Friday night? Been good. Been co- good. Kids are excited about the challenge. Uh, they're excited to take a long road trip. They're, you know, excited about, you know, being two years in a row. They've been focused. Uh, they're not intimidated. Um, they respect the team we're playing. You know, they, you know, these kids <clears throat> we're about to play are, are, are really good, so uh, – our kids are excited to go up there and, uh, you know, throw everything we got at them and whatever happens, happens. You mentioned the, the long bus ride. You guys traveled to Tiger, Georgia, Friday night to face the Wildcats, which I find ironic, of Raven County. Um, what makes those guys so explosive? They put 72 points up on a really good AAA team at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they put 72 on a Dairyville. Uh, you know, quarterback – quarterback is slinging around man he he uh he does a great job they do a good job protecting him um and then uh n- number one i can't remember his name i think he set the uh state record for receiving yards he had gunner stockton you know the last three years and he's had this kid keegan something that throws it you know extremely well um they're you know they just they make explosive plays they'll low, they'll you know lure you to sleep with a screen, 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 and then all of a sudden he missed you miss a tackle and the kid's in the end zone because he can fly. So, and then, you know, defensively, this is probably the best defense I've seen on film all year. I mean, this is a really good 3-4 uh, defense with uh, three defensive linemen that own the line of scrimmage uh, most weeks. Uh, number one at linebacker is an absolute stud. I don't remember his name. Something, Bologna or something like that. He's got 160 tackles this season. Ooh. I mean, Number twenty-one on defense is pretty dead gum good as well. Um, so you know they're they're just a good, solid, all-around football team. Is number one on defense the same as number one on offense? Um, if number one plays offense, usually he's on defense. Be number okay. six, number six on offense. I'm sorry, I said that okay. wrong, didn't I? Yeah, number six. Okay, I've heard of number one. I I know he's. Got the receiving record. Um, no, that's number six has the receiving record. Number oh, okay. one, number one's the linebacker. Okay, I got you, got you. Um, they've produced three straight D one quarterbacks. What's I mean, what's their key to? What do you think their key is to producing so many quarterbacks up there? Uh, they have really good football coaches, I guess, and you know, kids want to go play for guys like that. And uh, those guys, Coach Davis has a track record at Calhoun, um, so he's got some connections. You know. Uh, Coach Ross on the defensive side has, you know, been at Calhoun. They just, you know, they got good coaches. They they uh, know what they're doing, know how to develop. They have contacts. You know, I think George Bobo used to work with them up there with their quarterbacks as well. So, if you're a quarterback, why wouldn't you want to go play up there where they throw it almost every play, you know? Definitely. Um, what do the Wildcats run on offense? How do they – what do they run out of? Ah, but they're, they're a spread team, man. They're going to be trips and deuces and empty and – you know, they don't they don't have but about they run zone and counter on offense running the ball and everything else is, is a is a pass. You know, they're gonna run tunnels and bubbles and uh they got they run stick routes and then they'll throw it deep, you know, split split you down the middle and run it uh, throw it deep too. So 
you know, it, it's uh, they spread you from sideline to sideline. A lot of times they've got receivers standing outside the numbers. So, does that look like Tennessee? Uh, you know, that, as far as being outside the numbers, yeah, they do absolutely. Uh, they go and they go hurry up some, not all the time, but uh, you know, you can you can count on a high percentage of what they do. The ball's going to be in the air. Do they? Are they a good mix of running pass, or do they throw the ball more than they run it? They throw the ball a lot more than they run the ball. All right. Um, are there are there any other guys to watch out for than the other ones you've mentioned on offense? Hey, uh, number seven is the running back, and uh, he can he can flat fly, you know, and they'll they'll give it to him, or they'll or they'll send him out of the backfield and throw it to him. He's got good hands and you know good eyes when he's running it. Um, so yeah, that'd be another guy. Number four is not bad either. Um, it's a really, it's a really solid team. That's why they're number three in the state. Definitely. Um, you said they run a four three on defense. No, a three four. Three four. Sorry. Um, who are their guys to watch out for, except for number number one on defense? Number one, number twenty one, number five, number sixty five at nose tackle. Um, the safety, I can't remember his number, but I've seen him take people's heads off. So, you know, they, they're they a really solid defensive team. Got you. Um, what are some keys to victory for you guys over the Wildcats? We got to hold on to the ball the entire game and not let them touch it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, how excited are the kids to make that long trip over there? Oh, they're pumped up and ready to go. Awesome. Um, I'll let you get out of here some fun questions. And then um, – I'm assuming you watched Georgia Tennessee this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was surprised. I, I thought Tennessee would play a lot better. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, Georgia, Georgia was on a mission to, you know, show them who the top dog was. I guess so. That's what they did. They smacked them in the mouth. Um, if Tennessee sees Georgia again in the playoffs, do you think it'll be a different result? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, Tennessee had their chances the other day and missed three wide-open guys behind the defense. Uh, if they can make that happen again and connect, I mean, they'll have a shot. But their whole offense is, you know, predicated on explosive plays, and Georgia took that away from them. So, you know, until somebody beats Georgia, I'm not picking against them. <laughs> um, I would I would assume getting pressure on Hendon Hooker is most a big key to that. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of miscommunications with that offensive line, uh, you know, and I, I think the noise had something to do with that. You know, the the fans were jacked up on Mountain Dew trying to prove that they could be loud. I still don't <laughs> believe they were as loud as they say they were, but uh, they were pretty loud, and, you know, that was a pretty tough environment. Awesome. Um, how's the family this week? Doing well. Everybody's well. Awesome. Coach, it's been fun as always, and I look forward to talking to you after a big win over the Wildcats next week. I hope so. Good luck to the Wolverines. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Yep. Hey, Coach, how's it going today? Hey, man, sorry you had to wait on me. Oh, you're good. No worries. I got you. Our, our, our bell was a little bit off today by about five minutes, so I had, to, I had a class in there. Oh, I understand. No worries. Well, the leaves are completely falling. It's getting colder. That can only mean one thing in Northwest Georgia. It's playoff time. It's awesome, too. I wish it was a little bit cooler. Of course, it dropped a little bit today 
about 10 degrees from yesterday, but it's it's unusually warm for November. Well, it's supposed to get down to the 20s for the low this weekend, so I think yeah, we're... Yeah, I, don't, I don't want it that cold. I no, like about 40s, 40s and 50s are fine. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm perfect there. Well, let's look back at Friday night. You got a big region W and a region championship win over your cross-county rival Mountain Zion of Eagles. Um, how do you feel like your team performed overall Friday night? I, I thought we played pretty well. Um, you know, it, it was a. Uh, it's not often your your game ten is a is a championship game where both teams have a chance to win it, and both teams are rivals. You know, mm-hmm. cross county rivals. So that that added to the fun, the intensity, the excitement, the atmosphere. Um, it was great, and uh, I thought we played pretty well on both sides of the ball for most of the game. You know, we had a, a couple of turnovers. You know, you you don't want those. You want to eliminate that. You want you want to you want to cause them. You don't want to have them yourself. But uh, but as a whole, we played hard for the entire four quarters, and uh, because of that, we came away with our with our third uh, consecutive region championship. I thought that was the case. I I, th- I knew you guys had two in a row. I couldn't. I thought it was three, but I wasn't sure. So proud of those guys. There's only been two other teams in the history of the school who have. <laughs> Who have outdone that feat and done four in a row, so that that'll be a goal we set this off season to try to try to get you know another one and get four and tie the two great two greatest runs in the history of the school. There we go. Um, overall on offense, you guys put up some good point, uh, a big amount of points on the Eagles. Um, how do you feel like they performed overall specifically? We did well because I thought, you know, Mount Zion made us earn it. I mean, they made us work to go score, and, you know, that's just a, a sign of a well-coached team, a good football team. They're going to make you earn every score and hope you hope that you turn it over. And, you know, with the exception of the first drive, that we turned it over and kind of set them up in great field position and let them take the lead on a six to nothing, um, you know, off of, you know, tried to run some kind of sideways bubble, and they intercepted it, which was a great play on their part. Um, but other than that, I thought we, we did really well. Um, you know, our quarterback is casted up right now. You know, not a lot of – we tried to keep that a secret. But he broke his thumb two or three weeks ago, and uh, he can't throw a football. So, the fact that we couldn't throw a football and, you know, went out and did the things that we did um, was was awesome. Um, how is that affecting him other than throwing? Is that affecting him any, any other ways? Well, he is playing uh, – running back, receiver, and defensive back for us. I mean, he's playing a bunch in other areas right now. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that uh, he's going to be able to throw it a little bit Friday night. I got you. Um, Who had a big game for you guys on Friday night offensively? Well, Jordan Beasley stepped in and and played uh, quarterback for us, and he ended up with, uh, I think, 105 or 108 yards rushing. So he had a really good night leading our offense. And then – T.J. Harvison came in and, and rushed for 258 yards. And I can't mention both of those guys and all that yardage without saying our offensive line played pretty well, uh, too. Definitely. Um, your defense played pretty well as as the score predict uh, shows overall Friday night. Um, how do you feel like those guys played overall? I, I thought we played the wing tee, you know, pretty well. I was I was a little bit worried going in with three weeks off and, and kids just kind of being bored of practice and Mount Zion, they run the wing tee as well as, uh, 
as anybody, you know, that, that runs it. So they, they do a good job of moving the ball. So I thought for the most part, um, you know, we did a good job defensively keeping them out of the end zone. Um, who had a big game for you guys over on the defensive side of the football? Well, Mason Bailey led us with uh, nine tackles and a sack. Um, he, he played a really good ball game. Um, our safety probably played one of his better games, Jermichael Jones. He's a, he's a sophomore, and uh, I think he had seven tackles on the night. And then uh, we had a kid play a little bit for the first, first time ever at outside backer. His name's Xander Langley. He's another sophomore. Um, he recorded six tackles and played his best game of the year. So, you know, we had some kids, some young kids that did some good things too. I may have asked you this earlier already this season, but is he in relation to the Langley that was there last year? You may have asked me. He, he is not, believe it or not. We just got two sets of two sets of different Langleys uh, in Bowden. He's not related to them as okay. far as I, I know. I, I couldn't remember if I've asked you that or not. I figured I have, but I can't remember. Well, if you didn't, somebody else did. I, I do remember somebody asked me if that was the younger brother or they were related. And, you know, they're not, to any of my knowledge, I don't know that they're related at all. I got you. Um, special teams is always a big key in, in a victory. Um, how how do you feel like y'all did there over Friday night? Well, you know, we've got a kid who handles all of our kicking duties except punting, and uh, he's a receiver for us, and he was 6-6 six six on PATs and – I do think PATs are the most underrated uh, points in a football game. You, you know, you miss one or two of those, it can cost you a game. He was six of six, and then he handled all our kickoffs um, and did a good job of placing the ball where we wanted it placed. Just ask the Panthers about uh, extra points. Yes. <laughs> uh, extra points. <laughs> you know, they, they've cost a lot of teams a lot of games in the history of football. Yes, sir. I found that a very, very interesting that the, the Carolina missed two extra points a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you would think, you know, the, the guys that they go out and get, and that's all they do, and they pay them big money that extra points would be a gimme. But it shows you how, how much concentration is involved in, you know, being good on that special teams every time you go out on the field. That is definitely true. Um, how is uh, – how other than – the injury we've already talked about earlier. How are you guys injury-wise going into the first round of the playoffs Friday night? We're healthy. Um, those three weeks helped us get healthy. And, you know, we survived Friday without having anybody, you know, hurt. So, um, you know, we're as healthy as we can be. How's the vibe at practice been this week? It's been very business-like. You know, our, our kids, I guess, we've been here four years in a row now uh, in this round one at home. You know, I told our kids yesterday, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of intensity at practice or a lot of uh, excitement, but you don't need those things until Friday. You know, you don't want to use them up during the week. But we, we were very businesslike would have been my, my answer and, you know, descriptive word to use on what we've looked like at practice. Um, well, this week you guys match up with Region 8. You guys have got the Fighting Irish of, of, of Aquinas out of Augusta. What do you know about those the Irish? Well, you know, they're, they're a long way from us, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. three hours from us. And, and I didn't know much about them and, you know, looked them up. And, you know, they were the 2013 state champions um, in football. And they followed that up with a semifinal appearance in 2014 and then got back to the title game in 15 and lost. So they were the state runner-up. So it is a program who's been there and got a little tradition and a little history to them. 
And, uh, you know, watching them on film, you know, they ended up tied for second with Washington Wilkes and Greene County and, and ended up being the four seed due to tiebreakers. So, mm. you know, it's, it's going to be a lot. It's, it's not like a, a real or a traditional one versus four matchup. You know, it's almost <laughs> like a one versus two matchup. So they're really good on offense, execute well. Um, you know, they're kind of big up front. And then uh, they play really sound defense on D. Um, they do everything right, and they're going to make you earn every every score you get. So, you know, we're expecting it to be a dogfight Friday night, one that we're going to have to play well in to win it. Um, what what do they do on offense? What do they run, and what do they do well? They swing it around. Oh, they throw it. They, they'll throw it 45, 50 <laughs> times a game. But everything's screens, sideways, uh, bubbles, tunnel screens, uh, stay routes. You know, they kind of use the short passing game like the running game. You know, they're just eating up clock and very high, you know, completion percentage. So it's something that we don't see a whole lot of in Class A football. So we've really had to figure out what we're going to do to it this week and, and try to stop it. What what sets do they usually run out of? Do they run out of a, a spread? A, a... Yeah, they're a spread. that they, they, They're in doubles. They're in trips. They're in no um, – and they are, uh, they're in no backs. So, I mean, they're, they're in some spread, but they also, you know, get in some big boy formations and try to run it. But predominantly they're going to be in the spread and they're going to make you tackle in open space one-on-one. Who are their guys to watch out for on offense for you, for your Red Devils? Well, the quarterback's a freshman, but he is going to be an extremely good football player when he gets older. He's good, and then they've got two receivers – uh, who are really good, number nine and number five. One of them is is in the top ten receivers in the state of Georgia in receiving yards. He, he's a really good receiver. Uh, so those guys are good. And then they've got two big, big linemen who are big and strong kids. One of them I know is a Division One kid. I think he's going to Sanford. Um, and then defensively, they just got 11 clones, just 11 kids who are built a lot alike, who are going to play hard and, and do what they're coached to do. Awesome. Um, looking at there on the defensive side of the football, um, what do they what do they run out of over there? Well, the, I think they base. And I, I don't watch a lot of defense, but from what our offensive coaches say, they base out of the three three stack. But um, in what we do, and as much as we run it, you know, they're going to have a version, some kind of version of a four man front. You know, we would assume against us to try to stop the running game um, and, and load the box up. Um, who are their guys to watch out for over there? Well, number-wise, you know, they've got – I don't know what numbers they are. They've got two inside backers that, uh, you know, our offensive coaches say run downhill and play fast, have good fits. Um, you know, they've got one one lineman that's really good, one D lineman that's really good up front. But I think overall, you know, they don't have – the special, just special defensive kid who's way better than, than the other 10. I think they've got a, 11 clones over there, and, and all their kids can play pretty decent football, which means we're going to have to get a hat on, on them and block them. Awesome. Um, just a fun question. How similar to the uh, Notre Dame Irish do they look color-wise? <laughs> exactly. I, I, I was kidding with our kids and said if I ever started a brand-new school and got to pick colors, we'd be green and gold and – have the fight in Irish song as our fight song. <laughs> um, how was your weekend? How's the family? 
family's good. Weekend weekend was really relaxing, you know, after after when it was relaxing Saturday. And then of course Saturday night, Sunday morning, you start popping in film and trying to figure out how to stop and score on your next opponent. And man, this week has flown by. Yeah. I just looked up and I was like, Oh, it's Wednesday. Yes, it's I mean after today's practice, it's the, the haze in the barn. It's it'll be go time. So we need to have a good one today. Awesome. Um did you uh, happen to watch Georgia-Tennessee? Yes, I watched that whole game. It was a good game. Was it as loud as people say it is? Could you tell? Yeah, I think it was pretty loud there. Um, you know, I, I expected it to be a little closer. I guess that means Georgia's, you know, as, as good as, as everybody says they are. Were all the false starts because of how loud it was, or was Tennessee just that undisciplined? Well, I'm sure – when it's loud, it's hard to hear. And then I'm sure on top of that, it's a big game. So nerves, nerves are, are bad. And sometimes that makes you jump. I, I don't know if it was just poor coaching or undisciplined. I just think the atmosphere is what caused a lot of it. I got you. Um, your Irish got a big win over Clemson. They did. I, I think they've won six in a row now after a, a bad, slow start. I think uh, Coach Freeman's kind of got figured out what their identity is and who they are. Um, do they have a shot at winning the ACC or are they? You know, to be honest with you, I don't know that if, if they're considered, if they're considered ACC, um, you know, I would think they would have a shot because they knocked off Syracuse and North Carolina and Clemson. They beat the, the top dogs in that, but I don't know if they competed in them football or not. It, it may be every other sport. Okay. For some reason, I think they do, but I can't. I, I get confused with them. They, yes. they can do them. Awesome. Well, Coach, it's been fun as always, and I look forward to talking to you next week after a region or a round one playoff win. I look forward to it too. All right, go Red Devils. All right, thank you very much. Hey guys, sorry for the inconvenience in this podcast. I realized that I had added the wrong segments into the episode later after publishing so this is the republish Zero, again sorry for the mistake Stop recording.